welcome back to another episode of the Fired Up Podcast. Today we've got another NFL division preview for you guys, and it is the NFC East. I'm a little biased. Are you fired up? I'm a little fired up. My my favorite division. You know, I was saying that last week, but then Ezekiel Elliott really. How about those Cowboys? He really. That's actually kind of how my mood was on the day that it happened. You know. He's an idiot. Maybe you should have cared more about the day it actually happened, not the suspension. Oh, well, okay. That's I, Of course I cared. Did you? I, you know, I, what did you do to stop it? I tweeted about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got the Cowboys. We've got Ezekiel Elliott. So let's just talk about how that affects them. One, let's just get it out in the open. The Cowboys are regressing. Like, that's just what's going to happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll take control All of this right. pod now. All right, let's get it out in the open. The Cowboys are regressing. <laughs> oh, did you come up with that all on your own? <laughs> that was a hot take a from 13 and 3 last year. Dak lighting the world on fire. Jerry Jones dancing in his tidy whities And <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott. What? Oh, he took us. He took us to the cash cash yeah. train. He did take Most us to the rush ship. yards in the NFL. Okay, so let's start with Zeke. Cuz I was talking to I think Brad about this or maybe Puyan. Where do you take him? This day, assuming his six-game suspension gets upheld, which, like you said, is technically seven games because of the bye as well. Yeah, the Cowboys have their bye in week six. So, you know, a lot of times last year, an intern, Eric, who is not here doing his duties, yeah, last year he took was a big proponent of taking Tom Brady even with his four-game suspension. Four games is so much more manageable than six because six is... Half of the regular season almost. Oh, it's more than half because of seven with the bye. With Ezekiel Elliott, I would take him in the early fourth round. See, that's that seems about right to me. Right. Um, Where did it's also different with Brady because you were probably taking him what round? Ninth, tenth round. Yeah, maybe not that. Eight, maybe, but still, yeah, it was eighth or seventh. It was after you had your lot, starters. It's a lot easier to give up than people who were talking about like end of the second, early third. It's like, man, you're going to be without what should be your second best player for seven weeks. Yeah. That's crushing. That's I would not do that, especially because, like you said, when you're taking Brady, even in the seventh or the eighth round, you have most of your starters. If you're taking Ezekiel Elliott in the second, like you said, you're one guy. Exactly. So I would take him in the fourth if he's available. Probably not because he's so good. But I'm hoping that I could take, like, two running backs and then just kind of parlay him maybe in a trade later to yeah. get something else, but I would say early, early fourth is about as early as I would take him. Because also the, the Cowboys third. lost two linemen. Yeah, they lost uh, Doug Free, Ronald Leary went to Ronald Denver, Leary. and Doug Free retired. Now Lyle Collins played a bunch at guard last year, and they've been moving him over to tackle uh, in like preseason games. I do. Uh, he's going to take some getting used to, but Lyle Collins is also one of the guys who dropped in the draft because they thought he murdered somebody. Yeah, which he didn't. Jerry doesn't care. No, he does not. We know that. Uh, but I do like Lyle Collins, and then they got Emmett Cleary, Cleary from Indiana, who I was just looking up his stats on Pro Football Focus, and he graded uh, very terribly. He wasn't even ranked like out of the uh, eligible linemen. So that's a good thing. That is interesting. <laughs> so that's fun. He is right guard? Left. Left guard. At least you have, like, your other two interior linemen are, like, the best. Oh, awesome. So, Travis Redrick and Zach Martin. Literally the best their position. It's great. Now, Tyron scares me a little bit because he's been having some issues with his back. But from yeah, what I've read good. is it's not serious. So I would take Ezekiel, like I said, early fourth. If you do take Ezekiel, I think you have to take Darren McFadden. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Does Tyron go to Tony's back doctor? Got or does he get oh, his I, own? Oh, I hope not. Did he just kind of take that recommendation and just rip it up right in front of Tony's yes. face? <laughs> and then he called Kobe or Thanks, anybody Tony. else. Uh, Darren McFadden got all the run last year in one in game, week 17 when Ezekiel didn't play. And then even in week 16 when it was a blowout, uh, Darren McFadden came in, not Alfred Morris. All right. So let's move on to Dak. Oh, How Dak. are you feeling? So do you think they're going to air it out a little more? It's his second year. No Zeke. Yeah, I think. Worse defense. Would you say your defense is worse? It is, yes, it is worse. Um, there, there are some good things that happened. I think that the secondary is all brand new except for Byron Jones and Jeff Heath, but I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. Uh, I think Brandon Carr did a great job as a veteran for the Cowboys. Uh, Morris Claiborne is also gone. I don't think either of those 
being gone is a bad thing. Uh, they drafted a cornerback out of Colorado who had the second highest vertical, I think. He's a huge leaper. I can't even say his name. What's his name? Uh, Chidobe Awuzi. The Boulder corners were sick. Yeah, he's really, really good. good. I think... I don't remember which one was the best. Was he? What, what round did they? He's the best him? one. Okay. He's the. He went in the yeah, first man, round. They were. They were shut or second down. round. Uh, well, that's good. But the Cowboys know where you know their defense needs help, so they drafted three defensive linemen, two, three cornerbacks, and a safety. So they went crazy in the draft, which is good. They're going to need a lot of defensive linemen. They got Taco Charlton out of Michigan, which is cool. So I think the defense like may for the name or because you like his production i like his name yeah his 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 production's okay i wanted them to take uh, tj watt but dude that's who i wanted might uh might have missed on that one in my opinion really i, I like tj oh, oh you mean that yeah yeah because the steelers ended up getting him and i wanted tj watt really bad so your original like question TJ. your original question was about Dak. so one he's absolutely going to regress because with the numbers that he had over 400 pass attempts with four or less picks it's only been done four times ever so he's obviously not going to have as great of a year. I do think that they're going to need to open up the passing game. The Cowboys had, they were tied for third fewest passing plays that gained 20 or more yards. And you have Des Bryant. So they had the least amount of bombs. I think that's because of the offense that they ran. Anything that was second and third and short, you just give it to Ezekiel. He was so good in short yardage situations. But now the defense, the offensive line is different. And you're not going to get Ezekiel for seven games. So I think that you have to open up the game, the, the passing game with Dak. What I think that means is I think that Dez will continue to have a good year. If he can miss no games, he missed 10 games the last two years, I think that he'll have one of the best years he's ever had. Just yeah. because so their think- chemistry is, is, the chemistry is there between Dak and Dez. It's just that I think the game plan always for the Cowboys was short, smart, run the ball, play action. But now they're going to ask Dak to make some tougher throws. I think when you're talking about him regressing, it's more in like the real life than the fantasy, if that makes sense. Which makes sense. You're you're thinking more about your team, because um, if he is going to air it out, that that's good for fantasy. And you said they didn't throw deep that much, but so he had the sixth best QB rating on twenty plus yard throws. A lot of that might be you know system. They're easier throws. Well, but, but isn't that play anyway, action right? Yeah, because yeah. he's just that's what I'm saying. yeah. But I mean, if you didn't. His accuracy is still great. If you weren't impressed by Dak, like you, I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at. Well, and I think when we're talking about Dak, when we say regression, it's only when they almost beat the Packers. Oh man, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I do. You weren't there. I was watching it with Brad, and where was I? I out of town or something. The field goal that the Packers made to win it, I actually thought he missed it. So I cheered (laughs) at the exact moment, and Brad was just like, "No, man," and I was like, "Oh no." It was terrible. No, so I think you're right. I, I like Dak. I mean, all of his accuracy numbers are great, but I think it's maybe it's not regression. It's wondering what, with the change to the system, how Dak will react to that. And I think everything points to he's going to have a good year, but if you think he's only throwing four picks again, I mean, I think it, no, I it's mean, just going to go up. Eh, you can throw picks and be a good fantasy quarterback. Sorry, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking at fantasy sheets now. No, that's no problem. So like, I, I still think Dak is a good— Dak or Kirk Cousins. That's a hard one for you to well, answer. It's prob- with the- but it's probably Kirk because of the offense. Yeah. Right? They have no run game up there, and they've got receivers. Not a Terrence Williams fan, huh? No, no, I'm not a you Terrence Williams fan. some money. I know. Is that like Marcus Wheaton level money? No, I don't think nah, so. That's terrible. But, you know, the Cowboys still have Des Bryant still good. Cole Beasley's going to be a good PPR guy. Not great because they You could use, use one more. more. Who else do you have on the wide receiver depth chart? It's Bryce Butler. Nah. Ryan Switzer was the. And the guy they drafted, it's just not, kind it's of not things great. where it's like he'll, he'll still get some numbers rushing, but you guys invested in your line. Yep, and that's yeah. fine by me. See, the problem with the Cowboys' defense—I mean, they had nine picks last year, which was fifth that's lowest. Ridiculous. Uh, it's yeah. the fifth lowest, and everybody below them had losing records. So if you don't get turnovers, you're going to lose games. Yeah. And so they, the defense really needs to come to play. The Cowboys' over/under win total is only nine and a half. I feel like juice on the under. Yeah, juice on the other at minus one forty-five. Juice, so that's going thirteen and three. It's got to be because the division's so hard, right? I don't think the division's like that hard. You don't think so? I mean, we. So you've got I the Giants. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, the good news is that they get to play the NFC West, which isn't great. That is good news. They get that's to play, like right. In it's my four opinion, wins. It's one good team, and it might be four wins. 
problem. They got to play the Packers and the Falcons and the AFC West. So that's another tough schedule. Packers, Falcons, AFC West. The AFC West that isn't great. is a tough schedule. The AFC West isn't great, but it's got some good teams. The Chargers are good. I don't think Denver is going to be that. Yeah, good. they're kind of on par with the the Cow- like the Chiefs, Cowboys. The East- I take the Cowboys. Broncos still don't have a quarterback. Yeah, we'll get into that too. Now, receiving wise with the Cowboys, Des Bryant's the you know he's a late first rounder, early second rounder. Cole Beasley, you know, eighth ninth round. You drafting Witten? Is he still? I mean, I'm not taking Des in the late first, early second. You want to take would, Des? I wouldn't take Witten. If I needed a ride to the airport, dude. Uh, he is reliable yeah, and reliable on time. For like four, okay, you're right. For okay, an airport, for ride, an airport ride, ride, it's money. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to me. And you know what? You just perfectly shot it down. But for fantasy-wise, I don't need his 40 yards a game. I'd rather, I don't know. Do are, want, are there only three? Even on this 205-person ADP. Are there only three Cowboys that are going to get drafted in fantasy? Is it Dak, Dez, and Ezekiel? Cole, Cole Beasley. Cole yeah. will be drafted. Yeah. But, I mean, he's so touchdown Cole's dependent. I, like. I mean, but for like a half-point PPR, you could do worse plugging him in on uh, bye weeks. Did you know that the the Jason Witten led the Dallas Cowboys in red zone targets last year? How many touchdowns did he have? He had four touchdowns to Dez's 10, but he had 22 targets. 22 red zone targets and four touchdowns? That's right. I don't want him to take me to the airport anymore. <laughs> I'm assuming he's not. Oh, he's the tight end 15. I'll, ta- uh, I'll take anybody over Jason Witten. What do you mean? I, no, just because 15 is like right on the edge where he's a streamer play. And he, that's what he is. He's a streamer play because he can't get open against linebackers. He's just a big target. Like, that's all he is. Yeah. And he's a good safety valve for Dak, but that means he'll have five catches for 30 yards. He's not one of the five catches for 60-yard tight ends because he gets yards after the catch. I didn't look it up, but I would imagine that Jason Witten's yards after catch was negative because <laughs> they would just push him over and he would fall down. Fall for a yard every time. Exactly. He's just looking at tight ends. I would have Jack Doyle over him. Dwayne, would you take Dwayne Allen over Jason Witten? It's close, I would imagine. It is kind of close. I'm assuming Dwayne Allen's not on this. But, like, Kobe Fleener's after him. I would probably take Kobe Fleener over him. Julius Thomas, pass on that. I'll pass on both those guys. Austin Hooper, Evan Ingram, definitely take Austin Hooper. Cameron Braid's t- tight end tw- 20. Yeah, because didn't they? It was good. Yeah, because they drafted O.J. Howard, too, out in Tampa. They got I the guess rookie. the point of this story is tight end, TE2s are all not very good. Yeah, but who's keeping two tight ends? Well, I guess some people Fair are. point. All right, where are you taking Dak? Do you like Dak? Yeah, I would. I mean, if he's going around like the 12th quarterback, it seems about right. Like it, you said, Kirk probably has more volume. Uh, I like Kirk. But the rushing touchdowns, Dak can get you too. Yeah, that's true. Not that you can count on it, obviously. I think he'll be running. Especially with Ezekiel out. Yeah. All right. Anything else about the Cowboys? The would you rather have sucks. Dak or Andrew Luck today? Dak. Yeah. Are you- Man, it's hard to factor in their their win total after looking at the going 13 and 3 last year but i don't think you can take them to win 10 games i think the under is probably the play there i would agree i don't agree they're winning 16 16 and 0 baby i don't think you believe that no i don't all right well good luck well, zeke good luck with your appeal it's so funny how boring a team can be when you look at it when they've invested so much in their offensive line because they so don't have like Bryce a Butler. yeah a great wow. second receiver. Their their defense kind of sucks. Who are your, uh, they got Sean Lee and then Jalen Jalen Smith's coming back though. The Notre Dame linebacker. Ooh, did you see the video of him running? Oh, is he bow legged now? <laughs> it just looks like <laughs> he doesn't know how to run. Like it's like he's pulling up lame, even though he's not lame. And it's like, uh. all right. So that's the Cowboys. Uh, we're gonna go over to the New York yeah. Football Giants. Last year they won 11 games, which that doesn't seem right, but I'm looking at their schedule. That and, defense, though. And they definitely did, and it was definitely because of their defense. They get to play the NFC East twice, the NFC West, the AFC West, the Lions, and the Buccaneers. Um, they averaged 1.9 offensive touchdowns per game last year. Think about that. They scored. They averaged 14 the points averaged. on offense. That's, like, that's not good, but yeah. their defense was 100% uh, what – you know, got them with Landon Collins, uh, with the offense, the defensive line with Olivier Vernon, Jason Pierre all coming back. Eli Apple played really well. Janoris Jenkins. I mean, Cromartie, Rogers Cromartie is their slot corner. Uh, so their defense is really good. And I think, well, let's start with their running backs. Rashad Jennings is gone. How much do you believe in Paul Perkins? Because he's, he's the running back now, right? In my keeper league, that my team is just terrible. 
I can keep him for a dollar, and I guess I kind of have to, but I really don't want to. You're going to get a starting running back for a dollar, and you don't want him. I mean, have you seen Paul Perkins? No. I don't. He's okay. You know, he, he's not that bad. I think, who's who's his competition right now? I mean, Vereen will handle, handle passing downs. The, they drafted Wayne Gallman out of Clemson. Ooh, I'm not a big Wayne Gallman fan. I don't even know. Uh, he was okay. I mean, he was all right. really looked like an okay college running back. Man, as for Paul, I guess, so you, you keep him for a dollar? Right, so it's not like you get him in the 13th round. You just get him for a buck. I would absolutely keep a starting caliber running back. Now, the problem with the Giants is their offensive line is a mess. Their left tackle, Eric Flowers, is awful. Who they, gra- they drafted He might be the worst ago. left tackle in the NFL. PFF grades him very, very poorly. Bobby Hart's on the other side. Whatever. The guards are Justin Pugh. I don't even know who Bobby Hart is. I don't know. Justin Pugh's on the other side as a guard. He was okay for a while. Not great last year. And then John Jerry, who's whatever. But they didn't even draft a lineman. Or they drafted a guard in the sixth round, but they did not look to in, like increase you know, their tackle positions. So they're basically not going to be able to throw it deep because Eli is not going to be doing any large dropbacks. So I feel like even if Paul Perkins, you're keeping him, I could understand why you're not because their offensive line is so bad. But I would think that you have to keep somebody that's definitely going to start, even for a dollar. Just for a buck. It's a free starter. You're- yeah, and it's kind of, like I said, my team's so bad that I don't really have, like, if I had another option of keeping, God, I don't know, pull a name out of the hat. If I could keep Brandon Marshall for five bucks, like I'd probably do that. Or you know what I mean. Well, let's talk about Brandon Marshall. How do you think he's going to do in in the New York this year? Oh, I think he'll probably get in trouble late nights. Um, oh, him and ODB. I think he'll definitely fight with Eli a little bit. Ooh, that'll be fun. That'll be nice. Him and ODB on the same team. It's a lot of prima donna. Yep. A lot of crazy. Now, Brandon Marshall, He's this is his fourth team change, not including what, when he was drafted. Four years? In the last three team changes, he's had over 1,000 yards in all three, and he had double digits in the last two, double-digit tight touchdowns. Yeah. Any chance he does so either he of those things? Yeah, and that's what it's always been about him, right? He's going to be somewhere two or three years. I mean, He'll come in hot, have a 1,000-yard season, 12 touchdowns. You know how old he is? He's a great possession receiver. 33, I think. Is he that old? I mean, he's been in the league. I'd have to look it up. I would think he's That's a where little we need younger. To intern. Um, so I'm not super high on the Giants. I think Eli's best days are definitely behind him. He was not good last year. Eli's um, 36. Eli's 36. Did you know Eli know Manning threw eight interceptions last year in the fourth quarter of a one-score game? And the Giants were 8-3 and three in one-score games. Like, I just don't think that that's sustainable. I mean, their defense is great, but... He's just he can't move very well. Like he, he can't run away from sacks. Like he kind of right. just falls down, or if he tries to force it, he just makes bad decisions. He's got that Peyton thing where if he sees the rush coming, he just goes straight to his knee. Um, let's see where is B Marsh going in drafts? Because I don't think the touchdown upside is really there for him this year. See, I disagree there. I think that it is because he's the tall receiver, he's the big guy in the end zone. But who did they lose last year? I guess they didn't have they had they lost uh, Larry Donnell, the tight end. But they had Ruben Randall, Victor Cruz, Ruben Randall are both gone. Ruben Randall's cut from the Bears, or no, he got hurt. He's done for the season. Eli Manning, uh, the Giants only had forty drives last year that made it to the opponent's red zone. Think about that. They went eleven and five, and they only had forty drives. They're averaging three a game that goes to the opponent's red zone. That's just a bad offense. Like, they're not moving the ball, and so their defense is what's keeping them in it. And the defense last year, I'd have to look at the numbers, but if I remember correctly, they did not get hurt very much. And so Landon Collins played a bunch of games. Uh, Janoris Jenkins played a bunch of games. Eli Apple played a bunch of games. Olivier Vernon, Jason Pierre-Paul, all these guys played so much. They all so played, much. like, every game, except maybe DRC. Yeah. Yeah, so if they have a couple of defensive injuries, that could— uh... They did not. Ooh, I'm kind of talking myself into the Giants under. It is, uh, I believe, Sportsbook has it as eight and a half. Eight and a half, but heavy juice on the under. Heavy or, sorry, juice. plus plus one thirty-five. So good juice. Uh, they get the Lions. Not crazy about them in the NFC West. But they could lose. Man, I could see them losing to the Rams. Yeah, I could see. I mean, they're going to lose to the Seahawks probably, except that defense. And so I think that's what it is. Especially when you bet unders, you're betting that maybe something doesn't go right, but. If you can pinpoint where the injuries if happen, everything went right on their defense last year, and like I said, they have great players on the defense. But 
when everybody stays healthy. It's like that's just not fair. It's not now. The receivers though, ODB and Brandon okay. Marshall. So Odell right now is the third receiver off the board. I would take Mike Evans over him. So can you list the wide receivers? So Antonio Brown. Yep. Julio Jones. Yep. OBJ. Nah. Mike Evans, AJ Green, Jordy Nelson, Michael Thomas. OBJ or AJ Green? OBJ. Yeah, I agree. Would you take him over Mike Evans? No, I think I would take Mike Evans. I still have to watch last night's Hard Rock Hard Knocks, but they have more weapons now in there, which I think helps Mike Evans. Yeah. Right? So I guess, I mean, even if you're looking at like, because people are going to be looking at this just in the first round, like if you have the fifth pick, would you have, would you take Odell or would you take LaShawn McCoy? I think I'd take Odell. Oh, with the fifth pick? You no, know, I, I mean, he's so goddamn talented. You know that nine of his 10 touchdowns were caught within five fi- yards, 10 yards, yeah, of the, 15 yards runs of away from everybody. Yep. He's insane. Uh, and part of that is because the Giants have to get rid of the ball so quick that a lot of slants and he's like the perfect guy for that. But is that really sustainable where you're going to have nine touchdowns again where he catches it in the middle of the field and then takes off for 50 yards? Yeah. Or def- is he that fast? And he, can he continue to be that fast? He is pretty fast. Or are they going to bottle him up a little bit? I don't know. The, I, the Giants are hard for me to pinpoint like people that I want on the team. I would imagine, yeah, I would take OBJ. I don't know if I would take him fifth. I would hope to hell that one of the four in front of him dropped. Yeah. But who would drop? Julio, maybe. People look at his touchdown numbers last year. Yeah, and just... I really don't want the fifth pick in NFL drafts now. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, he's not the worst. He's No, he's not the worst, but it's just one of those things where I don't like the offense. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's, right? It's not an ideal spot to, to pick in. The good th- Again, the only thing I can think of is maybe they don't play as well this year as they did last year. Somebody gets hurt on the defense. They start losing a few games, and they got to throw it deep, and OBJ has a couple of games with you know 180 yards and a touchdown or two. Yeah. Maybe he's got a couple, but I don't know. I don't think Eli's rosterable. Do you think even Ingram, the tight end rookie, is? You know, I'll be honest. I really don't know that much about him. So the only thing I really know about him is that he's got like four or five wide receiver speed. But they were talking about how the Giants' offensive line is terrible, and he cannot block anybody mm-hmm. on the offensive line is what I was reading. So he's a good, you know, Larry Donnell and Will Ty caught some touchdowns last year, especially when you have to get the ball out so quick. A tight end option is definitely there, so... Evan Ingram, I might take a look at late, 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 late backup tight end two, maybe. Jesus, he ran a four four two. Yeah. Six three two thirty four. Yeah, he's a giant. Damn. He's fast. So I, I I don't know. I don't think that there's anybody really rosterable. I don't think Eli is. Paul Perkins, maybe, like you said, a dollar or way back at the round. OBJ is a first round talent. Would you rather have Brandon Marshall or Larry Fitzgerald? Brandon Marshall. I'd rather have Larry. Ah, I don't think Carson Palmer is going to throw anything this year. He might just die in preseason. You think Eli's surviving, bro? Yeah, that poop face, man. He's so good at going to the ground. Carson's good at getting hit, trying to make a play. Uh, Brandon Marshall or Emmanuel Sanders? Brandon Marshall. Oh, I just disagree. Who the hell is throwing to Emmanuel Sanders? I think Simeon will win the, the job. Apparently, Paxton Lynch just looks terrible. Oh, thank God the Cowboys didn't trade him to get him. they wanted him so bad. Oh, they wanted him so bad. Because, man, you put Dak on the Broncos, and that's like maybe the third favorite for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Fourth. Brandon Marshall or Martavis Bryant. Ooh, Martavis. Brandon Marshall or Kelvin Benjamin. You know, I want to say Brandon Marshall because Kelvin reports are coming out that he's fat. But you know what? Yeah, maybe Brandon's Kelvin. Crazy, dude. I think I would take Kelvin, actually. Anyway. All right, but yeah. are those the only two people? Other, than, I mean, Perkins maybe because you need starting running backs in fantasy football, but OBJ in Man, the first. That might be a really bad run game. That is not going to help any part of their offense. I mean, you're right. I don't think you can just put Brandon Marshall on the team and be like, oh, our offense is going to take a step up. Yeah, it's definitely like, yes. not. I don't know. No, I agree. They didn't make any huge additions on offense. Unless Ingram's really good. I think I just found an under that I might bet. Yeah. Uh, because if you're betting on stuff to stay healthy, kind of take a flyer. And you know flyer. what? They're in your division. It's always fun to uh, those yeah. divisional games to I mean a little more. I hate the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you hate most of the three the Redskins. Teams? That was quick. Yeah. Why? Dan Snyder. He's the worst. Oh, really? Also, just, they, just were, honor? they were good in the early 90s with Gibbs, too, at the end of the 80s and 90s. So that was who my dad, uh, when the Cowboys were good in the early 90s when he liked them, that's kind of who yeah. his hatred was. I would think now 
for me, because the Redskins have been so bad, the Giants would probably be the number one. I thought you were going to take the moral high ground and say it was just because they're offensive uh, team name, oh, but I, you don't care. I have no high ground. You would you would take Zeke back in a flash. No comment. <laughs> Plead the fifth. All right, let's move on to. Should we do the Eagles for your bo- for your brother? Oh yeah, let's talk a little Eagles. Funny because their fans are just horrendous. Oh, they're the worst. I like, it. do we got any listeners? We got Mike and does Andrew listen at all? Yeah, Fed. Fed oh, I'll, I'll send it to Fed. No, yeah, you'll definitely. There'll be a you bet know, we'll that you two will nice make. Things. We'll say some nice things. To, uh, I I do think that there are some good things about the Eagles. I think that Legarrette Blunt is an upgrade over what they had over Ryan Matthews, Darren yeah. Sproles, I mean, Wendell they, Smallwood. They did upgrade at some pretty pretty good skill positions. They definitely have the best. I think they have the best offensive line this year in the division. I think that it might be better than the Cowboys. I think that's a little crazy. What do you? Oh, dude, they've got Jason Peters and Lane Johnson. If Lane Johnson stays healthy, Brandon, it's not health. With Lane he Johnson, needs to stay off the juice. Oh. <laughs> He's getting knocked for steroids. Alshon's getting knocked for steroids. They probably should just figure that out together. Wait, Alshon got knocked last year. He oh, is suspended. that what it was? I yeah, thought it was... man, he knew he was a contract year, so it's like, oh, how do I stay on the field? Juice up. Juice up, son. And he signed a one-year deal, which, hey, it's good for the Eagles because probably juice up again. They're going to feed him the ball. Does that make you want to draft him in fantasy because it's a one-year contract? Um, Where is he going? I mean, I think it makes me want to draft him just because the Eagles like to throw the ball. And Wentz, like I've been reading, it's like he's fine throwing into like tight spaces. And Alshon is really good at just muscling people and going up and catching the ball. Um, I'll even go out on a limb and say he's better than Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Wait, you're going to go all the way out on that limb? Alshon Jeffrey right now on this, and this is early. We're doing all our ADPs in this. Uh, this is all for just mock drafts that people have done in August. So this is all going to change. But right now, Alshon Jeffrey is the 16th wide receiver off the board in between Terrell Pryor and Allen Robinson. I would take him over Allen Robinson, which I i mean, that's where he's going. Would you take him over Terrell Pryor? No, I just don't. I mean, I just don't know if he can stay healthy. With steroids, it helps. It really does. Like, that's nice. I don't know. Would you take Alshon over Demarius Thomas? And I like Terrell Pryor. I think he's hes faster than Alshon for sure. Like, he can create more space. Would I take him over who? Demarius Thomas. Yes. I think it's easier to pick him over Demarius Thomas because Demarius Thomas doesn't do other things and his quarterback sucks. I think the thing with Terrell Pryor is how creative can you get with him, right? Like if you start using him on a whole bunch of different routes, um, if he just keeps improving a little bit at the wide receiver position, I do like Terrell Pryor. And we'll get into Washington in a little bit. Do you think that Alshon Jeffrey could end the year as a top 10 wide receiver? Yes. Yeah. Just if he – because he has the talent and the size – and it's a good offense. It's a high-volume offense. They, I think they ran the third most plays in the league last year. That if they get in the red zone and throw it up to him, you know, it's not like he was playing with gems last year. They were playing with Jay Cutler with a torn labrum and uh, Barkley and Hoyer. Like, And those Barkley and Hoyer are just terrible in the red zone. Man, how many games did he play last year? Who? Alshon. I think he played all of them except for his suspension. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But you're right. The the quarterback play that he had was just awful. And it's one of those that he'll play through injuries in a contract year. And he didn't get a good contract. What? Was it one, one year for like $7 million. That's it? It wasn't yeah, even double digits? Just a one year. Yeah. Wow. Would you take Alshon over Doug Baldwin? No. Amari Cooper? No. T.Y.? No. Okay. Uh, so they did, they did up his... They did up his uh, weapons because now instead of Jordan Matthews and Nelson Aguilar, you've got Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith, and Nelson Aguilar. They've got LeGarrette Blunt. Darren Sproles is still playing. I don't know how. He said this is last year. Really? But they're just grooming him for Donnell, dude. Oh, most yeah. running or most rush yards in the history of the NCAA. Really? Donnell Az- Pumphrey? Aztec fire. That's that San Diego State. I mean, because when you look at the running backs that they have, it's LeGarrette Blunt. Darren Sproles, who are older, and then they've got Wendell Smallwood and Donnell Pumphrey, so they're getting ready for the future a little bit, right? Yeah, it's not a great backfield. Do you have any faith in LeGarrette? No. I don't know why. I just I feel like he's not a great running back, but maybe that's bias. Like, I know... I think they... they the Eagles, that is, 
had a good amount of rushing touchdowns last year. I want to say maybe f- between Matthew Sproles and Smallwood, they had eleven touchdowns. Okay, so that's not that good. I just wonder if they're going to use Legarrette a little bit more. I think that Legarrette could have a good year for a few reasons. One, Carson Wentz threw the ball as a rookie six hundred and eight times last year, which is too much. Uh, as a comparison, Dak threw less than five hundred. So you know, one hundred and ten attempts. Too, I think that's too many for somebody that didn't even play Division One football. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to bring back, they're going to dial back the pass attempts a little bit, and I think they're going to do a little bit more straightforward running. I think that even last year, if they wanted to run, they couldn't because it's Ryan Matthews who's either getting hurt or wasn't playing well or yeah, whatever. Very productive. Or it's Sproles or even Smallwood who did have some opportunities. He had 77 rushes, 4.1 yards per attempt, not great. I think that the volume for LeGarrette will be there. I don't know if he's past his prime or not. He's never been, you know, a six yards per carry kind of guy, but I think that he could have a few games in the Eagles offense yeah. running behind some great guards. Brandon Book Brooks is one of the great, the better guards in the NFL. They were seventh in yards created before contact. So, I mean, if the holes are there, returning all five starters, I think that's always big for the offensive line, cohesion. Yep. You know, you know how to play with each other. Um, and, yeah, they're all pretty talented. Jason uh, Kelsey as a center is really good. They are getting a little yeah. bit old. The last time he made All-Pro was 2013. But if they still stay together this year, I would imagine that the Eagles could have a good year. I think a lot of it depends on their defense um, because they did lose some of their defensive linemen, which has kind of been a staple for them. They still have Fletcher Cox and Curry in the middle. Um, They drafted the rookie Derek Barnett out of Tennessee to play D-end. But they did lose some people. Uh, They lost Connor Barwin. They lost Benny Logan. Benny Logan's good. And so I think the defensive line, you know, if you can't get pressure – then you're going to be giving up some big plays, and you're going to ask Carson Wentz to do a little bit Ooh, too much. Ooh, they got Timmy Jernigan, huh? Yeah. They also How did they get him? Did they sign him, or was that a trade? From Baltimore? I th- yeah. I think they He's signed He's good. Him. It's not bad. He didn't have a great year last year eh. per pro football, but he is good. They got some studs on the, D, the D-line. They got Darby in the trade for Jordan Matthews. Yep. No, the defense should be good. Who are their starting safeties? McLeod and Jenkins. McLeod and Jenkins. That's a good safety duo. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they got a good defense. Uh, the offensive weapon that I think you could probably get the most value out of, other than LeGarrette, I do think LeGarrette could be one so of those you guys. You are a LeGarrette fan. I'm a LeGarrette fan. You take LeGarrette over AP? Yes. You take him over Tevin Coleman? Yes. I would too. I don't know why Tevin Coleman is ranked so high. Devontae just had his concussion. So I feel like LeGarrette's a little tied into Wentz because Wentz, the way he goes, goes their offense, I feel like. Um, you seem to have confidence in him. I guess in when the you, second year, when you put it like that, I don't. I mean, because I don't like. I'll be honest. I haven't watched enough of his like game film. Yeah. I haven't not like super keyed into him like last year. Like, um, I know what I've read about him is that maybe it was a little too much on his plate, like throwing a lot, high tempo offense, terrible receivers. But, yeah, I guess he's pretty mobile, too, I think. But they were still running when they were down. There's actually a stat in from sharpfootballanalysis.com. He does a lot of stuff. When they were down, they still rushed 41% of the time, which was ninth highest. So even when they were running, they don't want to put that much pressure on Wentz. And I think that that could cause – it just allows – it lets me know they're going to run even if they're down, and that would make me feel more comfortable about drafting LeGarrette. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. Um, it's a team that with their additions, and if, you know, you can say it's about any team, they stay healthy, but they could make a pretty good leap. Um, ooh, they got to play the Bears out of conference. That's, that's always that's nice. rough for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going the other way with that. Okay, all you're right. going the other way. All right, different pages. Um, over eight and a half wins. I would probably lean over. I like their defense. Like I said, I'm just not cold. I'm not sold on Wentz. I agree. I'm not sold on Wentz either. I don't think anyone really is outside of Eagles fans. But you know what? Second year, second year in the system. Doug Peterson seems like a good coach. Yeah, Doug Peterson does seem like a nice guy. I actually don't yeah. know if he's good at coaching. I just, you know, his interviews are nice. And then when you look at the teams that they're <laughs> playing, the NFC East, like I said, the Cowboys could be down. I mean, they get the Eagles have to play the Cowboys with Zeke back both times, so that's nice. But I mean, they play the AFC West. I would think that they could beat the Broncos the Chargers, and then they play the NFC West as well. So the Niners, the Rams, the Hawks, the Cardinals. So 
I could see the Eagles winning a few games. Uh, I think that if they don't finish first, they won't finish first because the Cowboys will. I think they'll finish second in the division. Do you have their outside corners? Who are their outside corners? All right, so their cornerbacks are Jalen Mills and a rookie this year from Razul Douglas, West Virginia. Jalen's his second year. Young dudes. Young dudes. But that's why it's always been in the NFC East in the last few years. The Eagles and the Giants have had good like defensive lines, right? Because that's how you can take some pressure off the secondary and all the other stuff is by getting pressure on the quarterback. And so if they're if the Eagles line isn't up to snuff, I mean Jalen Mills and the, and the rookie on the outside could get a, a little exposed. But that's probably why they brought in Darby from the Bills because Darby, the the slot corner, uh, had p- played pretty well his rookie year. Last year was okay, uh, but two years ago he definitely had a pretty good year for the Fletcher. Bills. Oh, they still got Fletcher Cox, Graham. baby. Yeah, I mean. Who's that rookie, Derek Barnett? Oh, he's uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. SEC. He's one of those guys that people were really hot and cold on. Like, I saw a lot of people hyping him. Like, oh, he should be spoken in the same breath as uh, the A M guy, um, Garrett. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Garrett. And then other people were like, oh, he's busted all over him. So, yeah, this is just one of those eight and a half over under wins where it's like, oh, I could see you at eight and eight. Yeah, I could see you at nine and seven. That one's that's going to straddle the line. I do think they could have a good year. I don't think that they'll regress down to 5-11 and 11 or anything like that. They seem a little bit too talented for that. But I don't know if they're going to win 13 games or anything like that. Um, how do you feel about Zach Ertz? Oh, that's the guy I wanted to bring up. Yeah. He's the one guy. I like LeGarrette Blunt. I would take him seventh round probably, sixth round. I think Zach Ertz is going to have another great year because their offensive – what having another, a good – Did he have a good year at Stanford? The last two years he's averaged 77 catches. As a tight end. Mm, That's pretty pretty good, good. right? That is pretty good. So those are the last two years. He had 75 catches and 78 catches. When your offensive line is good, it allows your tight ends to leak out. You think that'll change? I think it'll change. Another season practicing with Wentz. I I agree. You you watch him sometimes, and you're like, man, that guy has a lot of talent. So last year. he 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 just stinks for like. You know, three for thirty, and you're like, God, why did I play him? But I remember that's tight ends, but that's tight ends sometimes. That's especially true. if you got to keep somebody in to block. Unless you're getting one of like the top five guys. Exactly. Zach Ertz last year led the Eagles in red zone targets with seventeen. Nelson Aguilar was second with fourteen. How how many touchdowns did he have? Four. I feel like he's one of those guys that I would look and I'd be like, Oh, his over under is thirty nine and a half. I'm gonna pound that over. And he just ends up at 34 points, and you're just begging in the fourth quarter, like, come on, just throw it to him. Throw it to him. Oh, yeah. and not going to happen. Not going to. Yeah, he's got four for 38, and you need one yeah. catch. But he did have 75 catches. Um, he's mobile. He's he's big. So I do think that Zacherts could have a good year. Like I said, I like a tight end that's on a, got a good offensive line because it means they don't have to stay in and block. And there's, like, what, two awesome tight ends. It's Jordan Reed and Gronk. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't block. Uh, they have that blocking tight end, uh, Selleck. Exactly. So and yeah, so he comes on later in the season. It looks like I believe that because I think I quit on him in a couple of leagues. Where it's just like, man, I can't keep playing you. hundred uh, percent. I think that could yeah. happen again this year. He's uh, going as the tenth tight end. Probably makes sense. I would. That's about where I would take him. Him or Kyle Rudolph. Oh, oh, I'll take Kyle. I think Kyle I'll Rudolph. take Kyle Rudolph. Him or Martellus Bennett. Oh, Zach Ertz. Really? I am way I am way down on Bennett. Him or Hunter Henry. Until Antonio Gates retires, Zach Ertz. I think I'd take Hunter Henry. I actually I take that back. I think I'd take Ertz. I can't do it with Gates still playing. Yeah, I mean, is Ertz the number two pass catcher in this offense? Yes. Uh, that's a good question. I think Maybe yes. Sproles? I don't know. I do think Nelson Aguilar could have um not a great year, but I think that he could be somebody to look at because I think that he'll end up as the second receiver, second best receiver on that team. Okay. Second most yards, I should say. Yeah. So would you lean over or under? I would lean over. Leave lean under. Because especially when you look at these, I look at I like to look at the season wins as compared to the others in your division. And if the Cowboys are nine and a half, if we both the are Eagles down are eight on the and a half, and we're down on the Giants and we're down on the Cowboys. Like, one of these has got to go over. I think the bet is probably the Eagles. Will you pull up the odds to win the division? I will do that. So, the odds to win the NFC East are, you know who the favorite is? Is it not the Cowboys? It is not the Cowboys. Not anymore. It was like a week ago when I checked. Is it? The, it's got to be the uh, Eagles then, though. Oh, swing and a miss. Uh, the Giants. Okay, I was going to say, just it's not under, the Redskins, right? Just under 2-1. to one. 
the Cowboys are just over two to one. Oh, okay, so it's close. Eagles are plus two fifty. Oh my gosh! So it's close, and the Redskins are six to one. And you know what? Six to one's not even that bad. Like that's pretty close, actually. No, it's a really close division. And I mean, um, it, it makes sense when you look at the win totals of seven and a half, eight and a half, eight and a half. I think I would probably take the Eagles. Just maybe it's just a little bit more juice. Just value, or even, right? I don't know. The Redskins are six to one. It's just more juice. Yeah. So well, let's talk. Well, let's talk about the Redskins. Let's then. get into. Let's the Redskins. Let's talk about the Redskins. Our last Six NFC East team. You know what? So I know their run defense was not great last year, and I don't think they did much. They lost Chris Baker. I know we kind of start with fantasy, but let's just start with. No, that's fine. Yeah. They lost Chris Baker. They have Kerrigan. They also lost Cullen Jenkins. Man, they lost Deshaun. They lost Dante Whitner too. Dante Whitner. He's done, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they lost Pierre Garçon, Ricky Jean Francois, and yeah. they didn't really get any linemen. They got Stacy McGee from Oakland, Terrell McLean from Dallas. I feel like they did they not. Re- oh, they got Zach uh, Brown from Buffalo. He was yep, a Pro Bowl linebacker, and they drafted uh, Jonathan Allen, the Alabama. That is lineman. it. Yeah, that's who they got. Man, if Jonathan Allen's healthy, that's a guy who will come in and immediately be one of their best defensive players. A hundred percent. The shoulders are all janked up. I mean, and they still got Kerrigan to, and Mason Foster. If you could have told me that his shoulders would be completely healthy, I would have been very upset if the Bears didn't draft him at three. That at three. At three. I think. Really? So is that was that? I don't know that much about him, but that, was that his issue going into the draft with his yeah, shoulders? His shoulders. Yeah. Huh. I think he was the best. Him and Reuben Foster, but I think he was the best player on that Alabama defense that just destroyed people. And it's not like you need your shoulders as a D lineman. No, it's pretty superfluous. Exactly. So, yeah, if he comes in, he's healthy. They have Norman, still just an annoying douche, but still a really good corner. Um, Their safeties are? Swearinger. Their safeties are bad. And Cravina, who I don't even know. Sue Cravens. Yeah. So he was like a linebacker, and then they kind of moved him to uh, safety. To safety. So I'm guessing he'll play free safety, and Swearinger is just – biggest douche god he's not any really douchey secondary what do you expect out of this redskins offense what i expect out of the offense is the running game is not going to be that great i do think that the passing offense uh is kind of where the money will be like if i'm going to get anybody for fantasy on the offense it's going to be the wide receivers i think you know if their defense is good on the defensive line and not good in the secondary to me that means they're giving up some points and they're going to be playing from behind a little bit i could see washington being in some shootouts, and they got people that can go deep. I mean, Pryor, Crowder, those guys can run. Pryor's the darling, I feel like, of everyone's fantasy draft He's right now. the 100% the sleeper that's going undervalued or whatever people Man, are doing these lists. Like, he's, like, overvalued now. At what point would he be overvalued? A top 10 wide receiver? He is going in front of, yeah, top 10 receiver. I don't know why I like Pryor so much. Maybe it was just the situation he's in. Maybe it's just like what I've seen from him. Maybe it's because I owned him last year. But I think I would take him over DeAndre Hopkins just because I think they're going to throw the ball more. And Kirk Cousins, not afraid to sling it. No, Kirk is not afraid to sling it. I, would, I think now that I think about DeAndre Hopkins, I I would think that maybe I because of the quarterback situation – Terrell Pryor is going to have so many opportunities. Uh, Kirk Cousins threw it 608 times last time or last year, and they lost 114 targets to Pierre Garçon, 100 targets to Deshaun Jackson. I don't even know if Vernon Davis is still there, but he got 59 targets. Chris Thompson got 62 targets. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about 300 targets, and the only people that they got that are new are Terrell Pryor and Josh Doxson. Like those passes are going to have go somewhere because they are not running the ball with Rob Kelly and Chris Thompson every single time. Yeah. Um, Rob Kelly, that's one of those things like just watch the training camp battle. But, I mean, I'd take Rob Kelly over Perrine. I was going to ask if you would take Perrine over Rob Kelly. I mean, I'd like to watch like a few preseason games. I wasn't blown away by Perrine at Oklahoma. Maybe it's because he was next to Mixon, but – he seemed like a guy who was kind of just overpowering people, like where he didn't have the vision to where he's, you know, creating yards that way. He's more creating yards by just running over 
guys who just physically couldn't hang with him, and that's just not going to work in the NFL. I think he was a fourth-round pick. Seems about right. Probably could have gone a little bit later. It's not like Rob Kelly is like a world beater, but... Yeah, I also think, if I look at the I numbers... there's value in Rob Kelly. Just... Because he's going to go so low. Yeah. What is he, yeah. RB30? No, 20? Because uh, the other thing I saw about Preen is that he may have fumble issues. So that's something to watch. I would just watch the oh, next couple of pass pre-season. protection. I've seen his pass protection is like ungodly bad. Really? So it's like, oh, and Jay Gruden's offense, I don't think that's going to fly. So Rob Kelly might be somebody. So the, Samaje Perrine might be one of those guys that everybody's touting so up RB30, until Rob Kelly's RB35. I would snatch him up there. Like he's going after Derrick Henry. I'd take him before Derrick Henry. Really? Who else is he going after? Uh, I mean, it's... I agree. No, I agree with that. Hunter. I mean, he's not Hunter Henry. Derrick Henry's not. Uh, he's not even the number one running back. Danny Woodhead, who I actually like. Going before Kareem Hunt. Oh, so he's going two spots before Perrine. Oh. So nobody has any faith change. in the Redskins that, running backs. That's one of those things that'll kind of change and get ironed out. But it's definitely one of those ones. On. Yeah. And that's one of those ones you could a flyer in the late rounds. The Redskins schedule, actually. They play Philly, the Rams, Oakland, Kansas City, the Niners. I don't think Philly, they've lost a bunch of linemen. I don't think any of those teams will have a great run defense. That's what I'm thinking. So if you're taking Ezekiel Elliott in the fourth, maybe Rob Kelly in the 13th or 14th, just get those first six uh, six weeks out of him. That would be a position battle. That's one of those ones where we're doing this so early that that's just something that you have to watch. Rob Kelly versus Perrine. But if Perrine is as bad as you say, and you've definitely watched more than I have, then Rob Kelly late at RB35, I mean, if he's going to be starting – I like that, even though I think that the Redskins' offense is obviously going to be more skewed towards throwing the ball. You know, it's not a terrible bet at like six to one to win the win the division, because I mean, you kind of have something. Jamison Crowder, I'm a big fan of. Uh, so I was just going to ask you about Jamison Crowder. I do like Jamison Crowder as well. I had him last year. Would you rather have Terrell Pryor as RB fifteen or Jamison Crowder wide receiver? He's the wide receiver thirty three. I think I would rather have. Jamison Crowder. I like both of them, though. Because the way I look at it is that Terrell Pryor at wide receiver 15 means you're getting him with, like, the 30th pick, let's say. And I think I would rather take a couple more running backs, get Jamison Crowder in, like, the 5th or 6th yeah. round because he he can put up wide receiver 1 numbers or wide receiver 2 numbers. What about Jordan Reed? I can't take Jordan Reed. You just can't do I it, I can't right? take him. He's already hurt again. Is he? Yeah, yeah I mean, he's, he might be healthy, but he just hurt, like, his big toe the other day or something like that. Um, it's big for Cousins, too. But the Redskins are top 10 on number of targets lost. And if Reed is out again, he also had 90 targets yeah. that have to go somewhere. Cousins um, averaged 48 more yards, 0. .6 more passing touchdowns, 1.15 more yards per attempt when Reed was in the lineup. I mean, he changes that offense, and he's— a nightmare to go against, especially against the Cowboys. But... Oh, he just eats up linebackers. Uh, Jordan Reed, and this was two days ago, said he hopes to return next week because he hurt his big toe. So he's going 52nd overall? Fourth round? That's uh, that's a risky pick. I mean, you take him over Julian Edelman. Like, I don't think you can do that. He hasn't played 16 games once in his career that's, in four years. Surprising. And it's one of those things that's like, man, it's just, I guess it's a lot of things, but it's those concussions where it's like, dude, how much money have you made? Can you just hang it up so yeah. you're not going to die on the field? It's like him bad. and Luke Kuechly. Kuechly. Oh, Kuechly. Uh, he's gotten like, bro, so many headaches. Come on, man. But that is that is one thing when I was doing this research for this week, or this pod, so many people are retiring. Because uh, the Cowboys had somebody retire, made your money. The Dolphins had somebody yeah. retire. Like a lot of people are having uh, are retiring, which is great. If you are making, you made your money, get the hell out. Yeah, the Dolphins traded though; they had a good trade. So yeah. guy retires, guy comes out of retirement. Yeah, no, that's that, thank you, Adam Gase. Yeah. All right, <laughs> are we uh, Redskins? Jordan Reed. The yeah. running back situation is awful, but I would take Rob Kelly over Perrine right would now. You keep? Would you keep? This is for me. Kirk Cousins over Tyron. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of yeah. Because imagine next year when Kirk is a free agent and he just goes to San Francisco, and he reunites with his Man, boy. They're saying he's literally going to make the mo- the biggest contract in NFL history just because he's played through these franchise tags. Well, he's got to play through one now, more. What can't get hurt this year? Yeah. Play through this one, and then he's screwed. literally it's a, never happens in the NFL. He's a free agent because they just 
lock up their quarterbacks. Now is it franchise? So now he can go wherever he wants, it, and they can pay him like a market value. Really? Yeah. He's Kirk Cousins is going to be the high. That's unbelievable. But I would take I would take Pryor this year. I like him. I like any of the receivers. I don't like Doxon. I know people have been talking about him out of TCU. I don't like oh, him. I loved him coming out of TCU, I, but it's like. He's getting to hurt too Achilles much. Achilles injuries. For a wide receiver that's supposed to run And you deep. don't even know. It's all like very cryptic where they don't, they don't know. He's a guy like maybe, you know, 15th round. Oh. Sure. Easily. Uh, Crowder in like the seventh. Was that okay for him? 33 mm. wide receiver? Yeah, wide receiver 33. So like 70 into six, six yeah. which seems a little early to take him, but I like that. He's good. All right. So now the Redskins at seven and a half. The Eagles and the Giants at eight and a half. The Cowboys at nine and a half. Who's going over? Who's going under? So Cowboys, Giants, Redskins, under? Man, what an interesting division. Yeah. This may be one that we have to recap right before it starts. See how they change. I like the Cowboys, uh, but I do think the Eagles have a good year. I, I'm a big proponent of line play, and the Eagles have it on both sides of the ball while the Giants yeah, don't. Yeah, that's a good point. And I just think the Giants with that offensive line are not – they're, they're going to regress the most this I year. I think my favorite of all those is the Giants under. I like that. Giants under 8.5. All right. Of the four QBs in the NFC East, rank them. Fantasy or like – No. No. Just Who you would want on your team running the Bears tomorrow? The Bears. Uh, Dak, Kirk, Wentz. Eli. All right, now do the running backs. Zeke. It's a pretty crappy running back division. LeGarrette? I would probably take LeGarrette, then Fat Rob, and then Paul Perkins. No. Eh, I might take Paul Perkins over Fat Rob. Uh, Paul uh, Perkins is in a shit situation. With second year, line. second yeah. year, he could be okay. All right, now do it with number one wide receivers. Dez, Pryor, Alshon, Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew uh, you would forget yeah, one. Put Odell in the front. Put Odell at the top. All right, that's it for the NFC East. We're done with a quarter of our previews. You made it to the end. Thanks for listening. We'll see you Ooh. next week. Fired up.